Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You see that day in and day out, the way he pushes us on our fundamentals, on our technique. Uh, and it's, 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 to me, it's the first time I've had a head coach that's not a defensive coordinator. So it's a, it's a head coach that's in charge of the entire team. Uh, <laughs> Judd, is that the first time you've heard that? Yes, clip? I wanted to wait to hear just how frontal it was. Oh my god! The way he says "defensive coordinator," like it's pretty obvious. It's pretty obvious. I'm curious. Can you let's let's play it one more time? This okay. is Kyle Rudolph in a, a Giants practice. Wow. By the way, we'll get to write that down predictions. So just let's play this one more time. You see that day in and day out, the way he pushes us on our fundamentals, on our technique, uh, and it's it's it's. To me, it's the first time I've had a head coach that's not a defensive coordinator. So it's a, it's a head coach that's in charge of the entire team. <laughs> I don't, okay, I don't think Whoa. he was. I don't think he was saying it with malice towards Zimmer necessarily. But I, I think you know, he's Leslie Frazier was his first head coach, right? Yeah. And sure. then, and then Mike Zimmer. But the way that he phrased it at the end there, oh, I finally have a head coach that's in charge of the whole team. Well, yeah, I mean, I technically. Mike Zimmer should also be in charge of the whole team, but it kind of confirms what we've, you know, what we've been suspecting. How are you supposed to hear that though? I mean, that's a, that's just <laughs> that's a direct hilarious. shot. It's hilarious. Oh man. This man, is purple true. daily, daily Vikings entertainment presented by Surly Brewing Company. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Owen two starts aren't, aren't going to get them there. Got to, <laughs> got to beat the Seahawks this weekend. Mackie Judd, executive producer, Declan Goff. Um, if you're watching us on the Purple Daily YouTube channel, thank you. If you're watching us on a TCL TV, thank you times two, because in addition to supporting us, they support sports fans and football viewers with a new lineup of award-winning TVs, the most entertainment with stunning resolution at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. When are you guys going to admit that you are wrong? Right now. Write that down. Let's get it, baby. Most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah. That's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. All right. All right, boys. Welcome in to Write That Down. Three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. That's right. We're the only show in America, us and our other show, Mackie and Judd, that actually keeps track of each other's predictions, holds each other accountable, highlights when we're wrong. 
Um, and on this show, we keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns for the predictions that go a little bit over the top. If you want to participate, like our friend Carter is about to, you can send us a message through the Score North app. Uh, we also get your feedback and your emails uh, through the Score North app. There's a feedback. Tap that little feedback link at the bottom. It's free to download, by the way. And we're giving away prizes for people that mm-hmm. uh, that that listen to us on the Score North app. All of our podcasts, all of our YouTube videos, all of Judd's written work. It's all in one central spot on that Score North app. Are you guys ready for this? By the way, we should point out quickly here, since we all got tweets, I believe it was on Sunday, this is the original Write That Down, because NFL Network, someone sent us a yeah. screen grab, now has a segment called Write This Down. Dude. Okay? I so mean, let's come point on. Out. Let's point it out. All right, let's get legal. We got lawyers yeah, here. We're going to steal your theme song then. Yeah. Cool. Oh, this is our new theme song on Purple Daily. Oh, yeah. Copyright no, we just, we infringement just, no, YouTube. Yeah, no, we just composed it last night. composed it last night. Composed once in a while. Oh, he just yeah. sat down. Oh. He sat down at the bells and he composed it. Get the lawyer. <sighs> Write this down. Yeah, don't make us send our lawyer. We'll send lawyer Chase lawyers. after you. Yeah, our friend Chase, loyal That's listener. Right. Oh, my God. That's right. Poor yeah, guy's house asking. burned down. But yeah. All right, Judzel again. I'll start with you. Oh, boy. You said uh, a little mixed week here for Judd. You said Anthony Barr won't play in the first two regular season games. You said the Vikings will have a veteran quarterback in for a workout by week eight of the NFL season. This one should have come off the board a while ago. I mean, when they signed Sean Mannion, this should have come off the board. I'm assuming they made him throw a couple passes. Does that that counts? Like, I mean, yeah, Judd, Judd, this is like back in whatever mm-hmm. the beginning of training camp. You said the Vikings will have a veteran quarterback in for a workout. Well, they had more than in for a workout. They signed a veteran quarterback. And he's okay. and he's been working out with the team as okay. a member of the team. Okay. I don't know and how this can't. And now he's signed to the fifty-three man roster, boys. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think this has to count. Like they brought in a veteran quarterback. Okay. So, uh, but then, however, you said Aaron Rodgers oh. would throw for three hundred or more yards and at least two touchdowns against the Lions on Monday Night Football. Aaron only threw for two fifty-five and four touchdowns. Mm. You said the Vikings would give up fewer than 100 yards rushing to the Cardinals. 103. What? Yeah, it's disappointing. Back-to-back games of 100-plus yards of rushing. Mm-mm-mm. You said Irv Smith Jr. will be a pro bowler. Sorry. That's an unfortunate beat. Yeah. And you said Patrick Peterson would have the Vikings' first interception of the mm-hmm. regular season. It was what uh, was it Xavier Woods or was it, uh, Vigil? Nick, was Vigil, it the right? Six? Nick Vigil? The purple vigilante. Yeah, yeah not, not as good. Mm-mm. Nope. Uh-oh. All right, rough, a lot of red here for old Macadac. Said the Vikings would run at least 12 play-action plays against the Cardinals. Inexplicably, they only ran nine. Whoops. I said Jefferson would score a touchdown of 30 yards or more against the Cardinals and that the Vikings would cover the spread, which they did, but I parlayed it with the oh. under-hitting. They definitely went over. Oh, boy. By about two touchdowns. Okay. All right, listeners. Hey. I think this is a. I think this is a nice little. Uh, I don't know. Post route for a touchdown yeah. here. Yeah. Sean said KJ Osborne would score his first NFL touchdown this week against the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. That's a touchdown, right? Uh, Sean also said Breland would have the highest PFF grade among cornerbacks against the Cardinals. That might be an interception. Uh, with touchdown as a question mark. Yeah. No touchdown no, question mark. We, we won't have to decide on that. <laughs> No, that's not a touchdown. 
All right, uh, Declan, you had a few things come off the board here, too. You said Dalvin Cook would rush for over 100 yards against the Cardinals. He did. You said Kyler Murray would account for at least three touchdowns and 230 yards against the Vikings. He did. She had four touchdowns and 400 yards in the air alone and whatever else he had on the ground. Um, However, you said Rashad Hill would start week one but not week two at left tackle. That Larry Fitzgerald would remain unsigned, which he is, but that he'd also announce his retirement no later than week one. He has not yet. And you said Greg Joseph will make his first six field goals in the regular season. That would have been nice. They would have they would have won the game if that had been the case. So here's how it stacks up. Very close race here in the completion percentage and touchdown standings. Declan, you're still leading at 36%, three touchdowns. Judd, 35% completions, one touchdown. Listeners at 31% completions, four touchdowns. I'm at 30% with a league-leading five touchdowns on the season. So right this down. Slinger. Famous. That's right. Although it's been a while, I haven't had one in like four months, so it's time to all right. Time to step it up. All right, let's get Carter in here on write that down. He's the guest listener predictor. He's got the home studio set up. Uh, do you have any books in your background there, like most of the talking heads have? No, I don't. <laughs> I think it should be you. mandatory that like we all have books that we've never read in the background of our. Just throw a bunch of encyclopedias behind you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Empty books, a- right? Yeah. No Adam Sh- Adam Schefter actually has that uh, that incriminating 600 page book about ESPN. Those guys have all the fun. It's a great book, and he's got great like read. that's like a really damning ESPN book, and he's got yeah. it in the background if you watch him. I read ESPN. that book in like four days. It was so interesting. <laughs> it is a lot of good stories. <laughs> Write this down. So, all right, so we're gonna start with Carter, and then we're gonna go Carter, Judd, Declan, back to me, Phil. We'll make a bunch of trips around the room and uh, make some predictions. So you're under center first, Carter. Uh, Judd, Judd needs to take his headphones off for this. Okay. All oh, right. oh, love oh, it. Here we go. Hold on. I love these predictions. So cover your ears. I'm turning this down as well. Okay. Oh, no. Is he going to scrub his microphone? Here we go. I'm in okay. it. Throughout the rest of the season, Judd will be upset or argue about three potential touchdown or non-touchdowns and write that down through either himself or any of you guys. <laughs> So he will he will contest between now and the end of the write that down season he will contest at least three points three touchdowns whatever. yep against either his own touchdowns or your guys's okay so touch so touchdowns got it okay correct I like it all right where'd he go you can come back now you can come back Dad <laughs> sometimes Judd will uh, will leave the mic hot too when he goes and takes, oh what is that. Well, that was my fault. Oh, I thought that was Judd. Oh. I thought it was Judd. No, no that wasn't me. <laughs> Write this down. All right, Judd, back to you, your first prediction, Man, sir. I, I must have missed something good. I saw a lot of <laughs> laughter and yeah. What do, you think, what, do you, what do you think it was? I have no idea. You probably won't be laughing later. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, well, that's, a little, uh, that's a little cryptic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Judd, you're not going to be laughing after your yeah, head hits the pillow later. <laughs> yeah, and you tell us when you're wrong, Judd. Don't, don't get on the plane. Don't get on the plane. <laughs> so, uh, write this down. Cam Dantzler will start on Sunday against the mm. Seahawks. Wow. Cameron Dantzler will get the start on Sunday. He'll go from CB6. Okay. I love that. CB6 to a starter on Sunday. Is there a chance that, that Breland shows up on the injury report and that this could be an injury-related? Absolutely. Could so I'm, yeah. Absolutely could be. 
because he did. I think he legitimately did do something to his back. But I mean, he just can't play. So okay, Zeke, right. good. Yeah. Write that down. Oh, I. Uh, Peter Griffin, the greatest thing uh, I, the greatest thing I, I saw on Twitter, I think it was last season, was was when they combined the Peter Griffin being hurt with with the with the sad fox theme. It's like the, yeah, it's like the piano. Yeah, like the acoustic. Yeah, somebody gets hurt now, they won't do the full fox thing. They just do the little piano. And we go to break. All right, Declan, your first prediction. All right, I have a Cam Dantzler prediction as well. Cam Dantzler, write this down, will play at least 20 snaps and register a higher PFF grade than Bashad Breeland against the Seahawks. Okay. Right. So he played 16 snaps on defense um, against the Cardinals. He played some snaps in special teams too, but just 16 defensive snaps against the Cardinals. I'll say he'll play at least 20 snaps and have a higher PFF grade than Bashad Breeland on Sunday. So if Breeland doesn't play, then... We almost have to set like a – like if he doesn't play, then we don't know what his rating is. I just want to throw in a little – if he's injured or something and he shows – I think he's not going to be out for the game, but can we at least set it at like if Breland doesn't play, then Dantzler will will beat his current season PFF grade sure. for the game? Like beat Breland's PFF grade? Like if Breland plays, it's easy because who had yeah. the better grade in the game, right? right. But if Breland doesn't play – I think the I think the barometer should be his current season PFF grade. Dantzler has to beat it. And by the way, it's like twenty seven. So true. It's a it's a pretty low bar. Okay. Is that fair? Yeah, it's fine. That's okay. fine. Uh, I don't want to overcomplicate things. I just if he doesn't play, then like yeah, yeah. what what's I, the bar? Declan's now confused I, by I, his own I, I just I just feel does my like... does my question make sense? It does if make he doesn't sense. Play, then what's he what's, no, he, what's I, then, what's, then it just comes off the board, and I was correct. Like I I just I, I don't I don't think we oh, have to. Oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah, I just I don't think we have to, and I don't even know if this okay, is a touchdown. Fine. Like I just no. If if it is if 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 Breland doesn't play, then it just then he just has to get twenty snaps. Then you have to get twenty snaps too. Because yeah, there could be yeah. I think we're overcomplicating things. Sorry, a little Sorry. bit. Don't, you, don't fight in front Thank of you, a Carter. company. <laughs> We're don't fighting. fight in front of Carter. Don't come just, on, guys. This is just. I mean, feeling. I understood it right off the bat. Thank so. you. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that. This, com- this well, no, a- thank no, no, thank you. This is this is Adam <laughs> Thielen and Kirk Cousins running the route in Week 18. Yeah. This is both of us, me and Mackie, on the you know, sidelines. I feel, I feel like things are getting a little surly here, Judd. Uh, what should we sip on to calm things down? You know what brings a family together? I mean, I'm talking about Thanksgiving, Christmas. I don't care, Fourth of July, any time of year. What brings them together is surly. And what really brings them together, I'm talking about close bonding, surly, furious, IPA, the IPA that revolutionized beer in this godforsaken sports state. Yes, surly beer. Don't settle. Get surly. Carter? Get some surly. That's what I yeah. want you to do. I'll tell you what, too, before I make my uh, my next prediction here, I just want to tell you guys, if you are on the hot seat, if you're a head coach of an NFL football team and you're feeling the heat, no worries because PlayCon is Minnesota's industrial leader in sustainable packaging, and they are hiring right now. They offer a great culture, great opportunities, a 401K match, and a more offensive-minded approach. Uh, wait, that's not in here. Uh, but PlayCon has immediate openings for machine operators packaging operators and tool technicians with pay starting up to $20 per hour. And they're conducting on-site interviews from noon until five on Tuesday next week at their Plymouth facility. Find out more information at playcon.com. That's P L A C O N.com. Write that down. My prediction is very quick and simple. The Vikings will beat the Seahawks. Okay. That's right. 
the Vikings will beat the Seahawks. According to Action Network right now, it looks like the Vikings, let's see here. Um, it looks like it's a two point. I might have read this wrong. Uh, Seahawks two point favorites right now. Uh, ESPN and ESPN has them as a point and a half favorites. The Seahawks that is. Okay. So the Vikings will not only cover, they will outright win this game. All right. Write it down. Mm-hmm. Write that down. All right. Back to Austin. Uh, Carter. Carter. Oh, I'm sorry. Carter. Austin was Mackey and Judd. Carter. Back to Carter. Carter. I'll, I'll I'll jump on the Seattle train. The Vikings defense will have at least four sacks. A forced fumble and a pick in wow, the Seahawks. Oh, dude. There's a touchdown. Yeah, I would say so. That's a lot. Yeah, that's good. I'm not saying a fumble recovery. I'm just saying at least a forced fumble. Forced fumble, sure. yep. Yeah, but no, forced fumble. I'm not going to pull a Declan. I'm going to cover my own. There you so, go, buddy. So an FF, but not necessarily an FR. Yes. Yeah, because once that once that oblong shaped ball hits the ground, Kirk fumbled anyway. on Sunday. Kirk fumbled, but he fell on it. Yep, exactly. All right, Judd, back to you. Greg Joseph will not miss a field goal on Sunday. Oh, that was my, you stole my I, Do we have to well. bring up that name? Greg Joseph will not yet. Yes, I'm sorry, Vikings <laughs> fans. Kickers need to be part of your life. You might want to put them in the basement and lock the door, but you can't. Greg Joseph will not miss any kicks against the Seahawks. All right. Uh, kick. So you well, said field yeah, goals the first time. Yep. Oh, oh, oh. Um, yeah, let's go with field goals. Oh wow! Miss a field no goal. Faith in Greg Joseph. Okay. Let's go with let Let's go with field goals. Let's go with field goals. Wow! Coward. Thank you for Thank you for write this me down, right. Declan. Uh, my next prediction. I'll change it on the fly here. Uh, the Vikings will attempt a two point conversion play instead of kicking a PAT mm. in this game. So the Vikings will attempt mm. a two point conversion play. Just keep it simple. Okay. Just like after the Bucks game. Yeah. See that? Yeah, they they just start doing that because. They didn't trust Dan Bailey anymore. Write that down. Would you that say that? No, no. All right. Um, I'm gonna. I, I had this one initially, and Judd and Judd's is different because mine was Greg Joseph will not miss a kick. Okay. He will not miss a kick. I have, unlike Judd, I have faith in Greg Joseph. I have hashtag faith in him to make all of his extra points as well. Okay. So he's not gonna. He's not gonna. He's not gonna miss a kick in that right. game. So we are going mono, and we're going head, head to head. I no, like we're it. not. Not no, really. It's it's different because you didn't you didn't specify. PAT. Oh no, but I'm he could miss right. five extra points and you yeah. still get you Correct. still. So we're battling, it. but yeah. what I'm saying is I'm going with one side of the coin and you're taking the whole thing. Yeah, you're throwing a check you. down and I'm throwing it further down the field. That's you know, if the Vikings oh. score, if, if he has to kick five extra points, I don't care if he misses in them. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Zimbo. All right, Carter, your second prediction, sir. Did you already use it? Oh, you did. Okay. Uh, for this whole season, Osborne, Jefferson, and Thielen each will have 750, at least 750 receiving yards and at least six touchdowns each. Mm. Okay, say it again. Thielen, Jefferson, and Osborne will have at least 750 receiving yards and six touchdowns apiece. Okay, wow. got it. Okay. Yeah, like well, doesn't Osborne lead the team right now in receiving yards? I think he does. Like 130 does. receiving yards yeah. or something? That sounds right. Nice little. Well, Thielen might be in there. Write that down. All right, back to Judd. All right, we talked about this with Realistic Randy on Purple After Dark last night, but I, I have not predicted this, and I don't think it's been put down here. So I'm, so I will take the opportunity. Daniil Hunter will be the NFL's comeback player of the year. Daniil Hunter for 2021 okay. will be 
and and it's pretty good competition. You know, it's Dak Prescott, Christian McCaffrey, yeah. potentially Saquon Bart. There's a lot of offensive players, but I'm going to go with Daniil Hunter as the comeback player of the year. Um, did Rand, did Randy go on the record with that one or no? Did we realistic Randy was on the board? I, I think with somebody. So he might have just he. Fl- I'm going through right I now. Thought he floated it, but I don't know he went on the record with it. Okay, so I, I, I thought he did. Yeah, because I we don't have it in our document, but I'm I can one fairly certain he. I, I could add to it if if you guys would like. I know Randy said it. Let's put it he, on the record for Randy. He did, he did say it. Yes, and if I you would it. like to add, sprinkle a little seasoning on, yeah, here's ahead, what I'll sprinkle in the the uh, the seasoning. Um, he will win the comeback player of the year, and have I'll give you a a, a sack approximation, and have. 14 or more sacks. Wow. Okay. He's already got four. So He's got four, right. So right. he just needs 10. I, I Just 10 more. But, yeah. He's a good football player. He's a good football player. And have 14 or more sacks. I'm <laughs> adding that to my document right now. All right, Declan, your third and final prediction. Yeah. Uh, ESPN has the point set at 55, 55 and a half points. I will say Viking and the Seahawks will be under that 55 and a half points. And that's as of today, that's September 22nd. So, but I know that that spread could probably change even between now and Sunday. So, what it's it's set at fifty five point five right now as of Wednesday. I'll say Vikings and Seahawks are under that for week right. three. All right, so lock it in. That's a huge over under, by the way. Yeah, usually like fifty three, fifty two, fifty three is sort of the high end of over unders. I kind of feel like they're baiting people into oh look at this yeah. you know, high scoring first two weeks, couple defenses that have been sibs. Yeah. Kind of, kind of feels like it's going to go back the other direction. Uh, all right, write this down. Write that down. Um, Kirk Cousins is going to go off in this game. <laughs> my guy, by the way, my guy, the fourth quarter Pharaoh. All right, here we go. Here we go. And I'm just trying to figure out how to quantify it. I feel like he's been robbed of a couple game-winning drives and fourth quarter comebacks. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with this. I want, I want this to be a touchdown. Kirk Cousins will throw for 300 or more yards. Mm-hmm. And will be credited with a fourth quarter comeback or game winning drive in this game. Write it down. Okay. All right. Kirky McClutcherton. Write that down. Uh, Carter, did you have more predictions? We don't want to leave anything in the I, bag here. I had another one based off of Sunday's game. Kirk Cousins' most rushing yards in a season is 171. I think he will accumulate at least 200 rushing yards to beat his career record. Whoa, <laughs> dude! Crazy legs, Kirk dude, man. That's a touchdown. That, that 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 scramble and then the throw on the run to his left was a great play on he can Sunday. Throw on the run. He can make those throws. That's what's so frustrating sometimes. No, I didn't realize he was that fast. Yeah, he's got some. He's sneaky some fast legs. like me. Yeah, really. <laughs> Only when you're running for some surly. Exactly. Right. Carter yep. just hit it. Okay. So yeah. Carter, you uh, you did a great job with your prediction, sir. You've got this platform here on Purple Daily. Who in your life would you like to thank that brought you to this pinnacle moment? <laughs> uh, my family. The uh, we moved from California when I was younger, and so my whole family's a Niners fan. They're all Niners fans, but we couldn't watch, you know, Niners football up here, and so I ended up becoming a Vikings fan because. It's the only thing in the area, and it got hooked on when Adrian Peterson back in 2008 started, and I've regretted that ever since. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, they just roped into this life. A Super Bowl you guys winning the franchise, Bill, Bill Walsh, Jerry Rice, Steve Young, Montana, and now you're stuck with this crew. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a I got burn pulled the wheel in with Randy Moss. Randy Moss and AP. Yeah, that, makes, that actually makes sense. Yeah. 
Uh, great stuff, man. We'll get you on again sometime. Love the setup, and uh, good luck this weekend. All right, now we're going, guys. See All you right, that's Carter coming on, making his write that down. Write it down. Know. You like writing things down. I don't know down. what to write that down and predict about me. Um, it'll hit. I think it'll probably hit. It'll hit. Yeah. So it's it's a it's not a it's, it's not a, it's not really a lifestyle prediction. It's a check down. It's more it's like more about the, show. It's it's not not a, about the show. It's not a check okay. down, but it's a solid completion. Potentially okay. a touchdown. All right. Potentially. Okay. I think it's like a, a slant, touchdown. I think it's touchdown. Like a go it's, route? it's oddly specific. Slant route? Nine route? No, nah, it's like a screen pass that's sort of like you the offensive lineman got out post? in front of it and post? you weaved your way. <laughs> Football. Seven your way in. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Um, <laughs> all right, boys. It's time to I know the Vikings are 0 2, and, and this week has mostly been about therapy and it's been about getting things off our chest and complaining and whatnot. But you like that? You like that? This is also Purple Positivity Wednesday. And so let's go around the room. All right, it's a clean slate for week three. We'll start with Judd. What is something positive that you're thinking and feeling about the Minnesota Vikings here going into week three? So I, I talked about when we looked for silver linings on Monday, I talked about Kirk. So I'm going to uh, leave Kirk for potentially one of you two guys. Uh, I'm going to go with the guy that I predicted is going to be the National Football League's comeback player of the year against a very, very solid class of potential candidates. Daniil Hunter, who I had, look, he was coming off neck surgery and I had real trepidation, uh, has looked unbelievable since day one of camp like he looked like this in camp yeah and you thought okay he's back and then and then he plays in games and and i mean he's a guy that the fact he didn't play last year and his single-handed ability to impact games uh which he did on sunday uh in the second half the defense has not been what we hoped or expected but daniel hunter absolutely is back to superstar form and and the interesting thing about this, boys, is this, and that this will obviously be a talking point as the season progresses now. You're going to need to give Daniil Hunter a rich and long-term contract extension before, I believe it's the sixth day of the 2022 league year, because don't forget, he gets an enormous bonus on that day, and his, sal- and his salary cap hit for 2022 is enormous. Um, I believe it's around $27 million. So the point being is Daniil Hunter deserves exactly what he's going to get in a good way. The end. There is no question. The purple positivity meter and ninety nine are a perfect match right now. Daniel Hunter looks great. I mean, if if you guys, if if he keeps playing like this and stays healthy, back up the Brinks truck for me. I that's, that's all. I'm fine with it. There's no, certain I know, positions. But I mean, that... it's great. But I, but I mean, there's been a lot of guys who have come back here, and you've been like, oh, okay, he sort of declined since his surgery. Um, Daniel Hunter, not one of them right now. Looks great. Yeah. He's. Uh, you know, I. I think the Vikings have been guilty. You know, Anthony Barr, Kirk Cousins, where they'll give a bunch of, they'll give great player money to players who are good, mm-hmm. and then it prevents them from being able to add depth and, and different things. Um, Daniel Hunter is one of those guys where I'm just going to give him whatever he's worth. Just yeah. T.J. Watt was the same way in in Pittsburgh. Like, you, do you he's not want T.J. Watt right now, on right? your team? T.J. Watt? No. Hunter is the is the Vikings' oh. best player right now, right? Dare I say it? Like if you had to... Might be Kirk. What's that, Dex? Might be Kirk. It's not Kirk. 
Kirk no, is Kirk's off to a good start, but like but Kirk's, saying, Kirk's not one of the best. Kirk's not one of the three or five best in his position, though. But I'm saying if you were if if I said you can take one guy off the Vikings right now to like start a franchise or that, uh. or that you consider their best player, I think it's Daniel. I really do. Well, let me let me clarify that question because Kirk is a more valuable player and more influential to wins and losses than Daniel Hunter is. Right. But Daniil Hunter is better relative to his peers at his position than but Kirk Cousins is. And you're not starting a team with Kirk Cousins. Well, you wouldn't be starting a team with a defensive lineman. Either. No, you, but I You'd said, start a team with, a, with an elite but, quarterback, right? But what I'm saying is if you could take one player off the Vikings to start your team with, I think it's Hunter. Besides Nick Vigil, the purple vigilante, the <laughs> pick, pick six Nick? Look, look, okay. Huh? Purple, purple positivity. Yeah, pick six next. He's been a great signing. He's on a one-year cheap deal too. Like you, you have. He's already given you your return on investment. Dude, what if more? Okay, I know this is purple positivity. This is not about. This Uh-oh. is about praising Uh-oh. Nick Vigil, not about Uh-oh. ripping Anthony Barr. Uh-oh. Okay, here we go. But for two years in a row, here you've had Eric Wilson for no money was fine, fine, and yeah. Nick Vigil yeah. for no money is fine. Eric Wilson and you're was and you're off paying. Last year. Eric Wilson but, dropped off. But I'd rather we'll pay a linebacker chump change than have a linebacker who's making money and doesn't play ever. Well, especially when you already have one that's amazing and, and you making have, a lot yeah. of money, right? Yeah. Eric Hendricks. Nick? Okay. Yeah, that, that's fine. Anyway, my point is Daniel Hunter, bravo. Okay. Putting the hairs on this person. Like, like, bravo, Daniel Hunter. Our guy Sam Newton over with the Vikings communication department had this. So with three sacks yesterday, or this is you know going back to Sunday, Daniil Hunter passed Bruce Smith and Jared Allen for the fifth most career sacks prior to turning 27. So he has 58 and a half sacks before turning 27, fifth most. He's a sack and a half behind Von Miller. He's seven and a half behind Derek Thomas. And the other guys on this list are Reggie White and J.J. Watt. Yeah. He missed a full season. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a Hall he of Fame player. He missed a full season. He's, He's on a Hall of Fame track. 16 no sacks behind J.J. Watt on this list. If he would have played a full season last year, he probably gets between 14 and 17 sacks, right? So he'd probably be number one on this list above all these Hall of Famers. And he's not talked about in that light around the league. I would say he's not even close to a household name around the NFL. Yeah, like, I don't think, much, like, yeah. like, if you said Daniil Hunter, NFL fans around the country, right. who does he play for and what does yeah. he do? Yeah. <laughs> who is your daddy? What does Get he the do? Toys to the carpet. <laughs> I don't think I don't think people would really know. All right, Declan, like purple that? positivity. You like that? After two road games and after a whole season of being away from fans for the most part, you get a full pack, sixty-seven thousand screaming fans at U.S. Bank Stadium this Sunday. And I haven't been to a game since uh, actually the Minneapolis Miracle. I, I believe even no, not Minneapolis Miracle since twenty nineteen. Excuse me. I love this stadium, even though I haven't experienced it as a fan, just even being in the press box. It is an insanely raucous, fun, loud place to be. Um, football games in person are a lot different than on your couch. It, it's I, I think football is more of a couch sport, but at U.S. Bank Stadium, completely different experience. It, it rattles opposing quarterbacks. It's loud. It gets crazy. I love that this place is going to be back and being a sellout. They're going to rattle Russell Wilson, hopefully, uh, I'm glad that U.S. Bank Stadium's back and rocking. The Vikings are going to feed off that. It should be fun, right? I mean, this and and I I, I just think finally the Seahawks have to deal with this instead of the other way around. <laughs> so it should be a blast. And it 
Remember a couple of those games last year where it's empty and Aaron Rodgers and Matt Ryan oh, are getting terrible. the Vikings defensive players to jump there in is, their home stadium? So I, I saw I saw the, the Wolves, the Wild, the Twins, and Vikings play with no fans, and it wasn't even close. The Vikings yeah. was the weirdest and the worst. It, it was like being at a Saturday morning youth soccer game. Mm-hmm. It was the stadium is so big and it's just and so Judd weird. goes to a lot of Saturday morning youth soccer games. Mesh shorts alone in his uh-huh. mesh shorts and a t-shirt. I go to a lot of stuff in mesh shorts, Declan. Don't worry about it. I, the like word mesh. mesh uh, uh, like some people don't like the word I'm moist. Mesh. mesh to me is one of those. Okay, moist. Words. Moist is sort of gross. Moist mesh. doesn't bug me. Mesh just it doesn't sound right. I don't know. Mesh. I don't know. Mesh. Mesh. Oh, I, I think, think you're, I think you're overreacting to that one. Uh, you like that? Sure. You like that? Moist. I, moist is creepy. Yeah. You know what's not creepy? Moon Motorsports in Monticello. Moon Motorsports, no, they're not. in addition to loving alliteration, mm-hmm. uh, they are your motorized family recreation source. We're talking about some great deals going on now until the end of September, too. They're offering big savings on all on-road motorcycle gear. It's the end of the season blowout, so you need a new helmet. This is the time of year to buy and save. Get some fall riding in. Need a new jacket? Get it now and save. Uh, moonmotorsports.com. The sale only applies to in-store items, though, so stop in to uh, Monticello and check out Moon Motorsports, family-owned and operated for 50 years. All right, Judd, you saved Kirk Cousins for one of us, so I will deliver. (laughs) Vikings Communications on fire with these stats here this week. Did you guys know Kirk Cousins? That's right, my guy, Mm -hmm. Kirk Cousins. Here we go. Has recorded a 90-plus passer rating in 16 consecutive games, ranking second all-time in NFL history. The only player to record a 90-plus passer rating in more consecutive games is Peyton Manning, who did it, let's see here, between 2012 and 13 with, I believe, the Denver Broncos. He had 23 consecutive games. So if Kirk if Kirk can do this for seven more games, he will have the longest ever streak of 90-plus passer rating games. Uh, the only other quarterback to do it 15 times straight is Steve Young. Manning also did it 15 times over a different stretch. Steve Young did it between 1994 and 1995. Extend Kirk now or we riot. What, you guys, gonna, you guys, you no, guys aren't going to... No we're, no, we're not reacting to that comment. What? Why doesn't he deserve credit? I'm giving him. Le- I'm, I'm not. No, credit. I know he deserves I'm giving credit. him legitimate credit. I don't without, find I'm, anything I'm funny about suggesting he be extended ever again. I think that those. I think he should shop that those stats to the many teams that will pay millions of dollars for him starting in 2023. What does because there's there's a stat like this. We can do more of this on tomorrow's State of the Offense episode. But like, yeah. there's a stat like this for Kirk. Every six hours, I feel like, or look at least the third all-time, you know, completion percentage or whatever. And so, if he is as good as these stats lay out, yes, everyone who's ever been associated with Washington or Vikings football the last six or seven years yes. should be fired and kicked out of the league forever. <laughs> like how if he's constantly showing up on lists with Peyton Manning and Drew Brees and Tom yeah. Brady, yeah. and they can't make the playoffs with this god at quarterback, should everyone not just be and and ostracized from the NFL that's ever been associated with Washington or Minnesota football the last seven years. 
Fire everybody. You know, yeah, it's purple positivity right now. I'm not. I'm no. I'm not going to weigh this is, in. I'm with praising how Kirk. No, right, right. And, and Kirk's been Kirk on Sunday. Great game. The last drive was great. Unfortunately, it didn't result in the field goal, but it was great. The second I last praise drive Kirk, crap. and you guys go stone cold silent you know for why? ten seconds. Okay, you okay. can't even I'm process say, the positive. Can I just say? Can I just have a small sliver of time here to to bring reality of Kirk to the table and what's wrong here? Oh, what's wrong? Fringing on purple positivity, right? Now. It is. It is. But the last drive, to be very clear, before the missed field goal was fantastic. It was really impressive. It was well orchestrated. It was well done. Um, the problem is the check down to Abdullah, who's now back on the practice squad, was was one of the more, again, head scratching. Why are you doing that moments? And what's really frustrating is then you see that last drive and he was damn good. Right. So, like, why were you checking down to Abdullah? And that's the that's sort of if you peel away the box score, I like to call it going inside the box score. If you go inside the box score and do some hardcore football. That's the thing that's the probably has people scratching their heads. What would the conversation right? if if that was the last sort of memory from Sunday's game that we had? Let's let's say, all right, there's because there was like two twenty left or something on that play. It's third down and seven. Yep, the game is on the line. Yep, and there's no guarantee that you're going to get the ball back. In fact, the decision to punt on fourth down was according to like the, the the fourth down should you go for it bots was one of the worst decisions of the week of any coach they they got the three and out so the, so Zimmer's faith in the defense to get the ball back turned out to be correct but yep. if the game would have ended on a third and seven three yard check down to Amir Abdullah who was blanket covered by the way and then they punt the ball away and they never get the ball back. Well, I, I do wonder what the conversation would be. We are kind of forgetting like he he made up for it. He was amazing on the actual final drive. Yeah. But it's like in that moment, I'm sitting there pulling out the the peach fuzz on my head. You can barely see it. Um, but hey, he got the ball back. He made up right. for it. He brought the Vikings down. Greg Joseph blows the game, and he has 16 consecutive games of a 90 plus passer rating. He deserves credit for that. Yep. Oh, Un- get- unfortunately, unfortunately, in when when it comes to I think quarterback statistics and the rating you're talking about, I don't think that check down hurts him. One, one bit and that's what makes the stats so intriguing like if you're safe you're in good shape rating wise yeah like that play had if you that play basically like the decision to throw that pass was yes. a white flag to end the game yes but you but don't I mean, really get ding because it wasn't an interception yeah, like it didn't really it. hurt your completion percentage he that gets bad. hurt more if he drives that ball downfield and and it gets picked off but i think we're more like okay i can at least see i mean I'm not saying he wouldn't be criticized for a pick. He probably would be. But it would make more sense at that point in time to take a shot to try and get the first down. Uh, But a check down is the safest thing possible. But that's the problem. The box score doesn't really account for that. Yeah. I don't know. There's any, is is there any stat, Phil, that accounts for that? So, yeah, I mean, PFF grades account for context. Uh, Football outsiders and their DVOA formula accounts for you know, leverage. So if it's, you know, they even have it spelled out on their website. Like if it's third and 15, you complete a 14 yard pass. You don't get nearly as much credit as if you complete a 16 yard pass. Sure. Okay. Or if it's late in the fourth and you know, you, your team has a 5% chance of winning and you bring them all the way back and tie the game. Like, like context matters for a lot of these mm-hmm. ratings. Uh, but that is, that was one of those plays where it's like, Ooh, you know, Okay. 
interesting. That's you literally just waved the white flag on the game by not throwing the ball down the field. You threw a check down to Amir Abdullah. But then he but then on the actual final drive, he was Fantastic. aggressive. He was throwing the yes. he was throwing the ball where he needed to. Purple positivity. So, all right. So there it is. You like that? Write that down. You like that? Purple positivity. It's the state of the Vikings offense tomorrow. And also on Mackie and Joe, we're scheduled to have Scott Studwell, legendary former Vikings defensive player and front office guy. Uh, to tell some stories, so check that out on Mackie and Judd, and uh, thanks for hanging with us. Daily Vikings Entertainment, the Alex Boone episode uh, from yesterday, the Purple After Dark with Realistic Randy, so we got all kinds of stuff for you on Purple Daily. Thanks for hanging.